Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gamers, geezers, geeks alike. It's this week's Gaming Face Punch Gaming Roundup with Nige. Say hello, Nige. Hello. And Babster. Say hello, Babster. Hello, Babster. That's my line. So, as I always start these podcasts, <laughs> as I always start these podcasts off, if I'm not rudely interrupted, what have you been playing, Nige? Um, not much. Um, really. It's been one of those weeks, but I've given uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag a little go, and I've played the first, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes of that. Just getting used to those controls is a bit, it's an older game, so the controls aren't mm. quite how they are nowadays. That's really it. Okay. Uh, I see, I played that, and I think I got to the bit where I went back to reality, and then I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I want to be the pirate. Let me be the pirate. I, I want to be the pirate. <laughs> I've got to the bit where I've met the merchant who's getting accosted by some people right near. Uh, so you haven't got the bit where you've been dragged back into reality, have you? When you're walking around no. the office, because you get to walk around an office, because that's exciting, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Not being a pirate and robbing ships and and causing mayhem. No, walking around an office. Not like I get to do that every day of the week. I um... cannot wait to do that. I think I think once I swim to the merchant ship. Probably it happens then. I expect. Uh, I can't we'll remember. It, I can't remember it happens, but it was just it just pulled me right out of the game. But hey, yeah. So, so Babster, what have you been playing apart from RoboCop? RoboCop. <laughs> and, la and last night, I got to the end. Without spoiling anything, it crashed. <laughs> oh, and so the big so baddie is. So I've got to do. That bit again. Oh dear. That's like the worst crash that could possibly happen. Little box as well popped up. Internal error. What? Internal but they've error. just but they've just done this and oh I've got to do it again now. So yes, yeah, so I've played Robocop um and tested out a couple of coming soon Spectrum Next games. Ah, uh, what like? Um one called Meteor X. Which is a? Do you remember Blasteroids? <clears throat> yes. Yeah. So is that like... one where you have that really creepy thing that chases you around after a while? Yes. So it's asteroids, yes. but but a modern version. Yeah. And it's been uh, it's been written in basic. And to be honest, to play it, you wouldn't you wouldn't know. It's incredible. Um, and a game um, called Magnum, which is coming out, um, and that's by now, Andy Laird. That's not uh, that's not Magnum PI or the chocolate bar or the gun. No, it's it's based off an old arcade game where you've got like the outline of the character, mm -hmm. but you've got a crosshair, so like um, Operation Wolf style. Okay. And you've got the bad guys um, appearing in the windows and running across the floor. It's uh, yeah, it's looking good. Cool. I've been playing. I had to go on Dark Tide, and I'm going to play Alan Wake Remastered. Ah, oh, Dark Tide. That. Dark Is that Tide, the yes. um... Warhammer? Yeah, we said we were going to look at playing that multiplayer or something. Yes, we were. I've got a yeah. friend who's desperate to play multiplayer. He keeps messaging me, but every time he messaged me during this week, I was tired. So it's like kind of Monday. I'm afraid I'm out. Tuesday, I'm knackered. Yesterday, I'm still knackered. So yeah, I need to I need to play that with 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 my mate and you guys. And that's on um, Game Pass, yeah. It's on Game Pass, yes. Finally, a year late, but on Game Pass. 
but hey, these things happen. So I'm glad I can play it now, and it is available on like the like the Xbox One. So I've downloaded it. Awesome. And I've done, I've done the uh, tutorial. Cool. I did it a couple of weeks ago, I think I did it, but I haven't touched it this week. Ooh, I need to get on that then. I got to the bit yeah. with the big map in the middle, and uh, you can choose a mission. And I went, okay, I'll, I'll do the first mission. And I clicked it, and I waited, and I waited, and I waited some more. And after five minutes, I went, this is boring, and turned Game it off. Yep. Just... There was no you waited five with. minutes. You waited five minutes. That's strange because I did it. And I nothing. Didn't, I didn't wait that long. Nothing. I just sat there staring at this. Did you, did you click it. the button? I'm just, I'm just asking. Yeah, yeah. It, it okay. was going searching for people. Okay. It was saying searching well, for people. It was me on my own. Bored. Okay. Oh, well, well, it worked for me. Bring back games for Carl. Bring back games spy. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, well, oh yeah. Game Spy! Uh, Red Alert! Game Spy! The first time I had any interaction with uh, Game Spy was Red Alert. I think it was Game Spy. It was something like or something like Game Spy. Anyway, I think we need to get on with our first story. <laughs> so, Microsoft, a household name technology, made headlines with a jaw-dropping hundred. Sorry. 69 billion bid to acquire Activision Blizzard, the powerhouse behind the iconic Call of Duty series. But, but, this tech saga has taken a twist. The US Federal Trade Commission is not letting this go through without a fight. They're concerned that the deal will give Microsoft an unfair advantage in the cloud gaming industry. Interestingly, the UK uh, Competition Markets Authority, the CMA, initially blocked the deal, but later uh, changed their stance on Microsoft um, after being asked for concessions were made into the UK market. Despite the deal seemingly to go through, it uh, will be the biggest acquisition in gaming history. The FTC is appealing the US court ruling approving the acquisition. They argue that the court held them to an excessively high standard and worried uh, held them to excessively high standard and worried that Microsoft potentially withholding Activision games from rival platforms. <sighs> we thought this story was over. I thought this was over. My biggest problem was why are you paying that much money for f fucking Activision? <laughs> Sorry, Still. I just don't, that's that's the bit that gets me. They can buy them, yeah, but if they were to turn around and say they've got sixteen billion, that would have been all right. 30 tax. billion. They're doing it for tax. They're in tax. <laughs> now, now it's... I, I do find it, as I said, that, that 69 billion thing, and then it's that you've got the, the them truing and throwing. We're going to do it. We're not going to do it. We're letting it through. We're not letting it through. I, 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 this is a bloody mess. This is a total bloody mess. Um, I don't... I, I, I don't think Activision is um how could I put it is worth it uh, worth no they're not worth it I seriously Bethesda would uh, are worth more than them e even with the rather disappointing Starfield release um which the more I could move away from it the more fucking disappointing it is someone did this great thing with Starfield and they turned around and said hey this is Cyberpunk uh, 2077 and this is what it would be like if it was made by Bethesda. So every time we got into a car, loading screen. Every time we got into a lift, loading screen. Every time we got into a map, loading screen. Exactly like you get on Starfield. Um, but yeah, this is... Um, I, I find this 
balmy. I, I find it absolutely balmy. Um, that it's it, we thought this was done and dusted, and now it seems to be being blocked again. So, uh, what are your thoughts? I can't believe it's still going on. Honestly, like you, I thought it was finished, done, dusted. Yeah. Get on with your lives. Nothing to see here. Move along. <laughs> there is no story here. But there is, apparently. What? <laughs> Just let it go. So I, 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 um, I, I, as I said, I've, I've said this before, and I've said multiple times that it's probably better for the big these big companies to find smaller game studios that are producing stuff like the, the company that produced the last Baldur's Gate game. Yeah, if Sony wanted to really screw Microsoft over, they'll acquire them. Yeah, they'll acquire them and make the, all their stuff exclusive because that Baldur's Gate game, in comparison to Starfield, didn't hear a bad word against it. Yeah, I don't like that sort of game, but I was like, oh, they did have a bear fucking scene in it. Um, I'm not joking when I said that. There's, there's, that was the only bit that made me go, huh? But I don't know if they just threw that in there just for a bit of controversy, just for a bit of marketing, just for a laugh. You know, it's like kind of we're a small company, we can't afford big marketing budget. How do we get everyone talking about us? This is the thing. And one guy, they're sitting there, they're throwing all these things out. We could give this away free or or platform exclusive there, or this, 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 here, this, 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 there. And someone went, fuck a bear. <laughs> and they went, yes, we'll have some of that. You think, you got the look on your face, Baptist, you think I'm joking too. Yeah. You do. I'll find you. I'll send. Uh, our WhatsApp group will be lit up after this. I'll tell you that for a start. That, that sounds like the theory that they came up with that film for Cocaine Bear. Oh yeah. Mm. I still haven't so, seen yeah. that. I don't. Anyway. I don't. I don't. I don't get this. I mean, 10, 15 years ago, yes, but if they just wait now, because let's face it, Activision. Their reputation's gone down the pan. If they just wait, they'll get it for cheaper anyway. Just wait. Uh, the other thing too is, is the thing I, I keep I'm making the jokes about is that you can inherit all the HR problems because you know that some of those people are waiting for Microsoft to bite them so they can sit there and hit them million dollar lawsuits. You know that. You, I, that will be one of the. I'm, I'm going to keep my eye out for that because it'll be and and they'll be legitimate too. They won't be like made up shit that you, Hollywood I, comes out I, with. This will be legitimate stuff. I'm generally gutted about Activision because, especially because obviously I'm I'm into the retro scene, and Activision were there from the start. They were mm. from they were there from the Atari Twix 2600 days. Uh, and yeah. whenever you got an Activision game, you knew you were getting quality. Over all right. the cartridges, an Activision game is quality. Mm. Um, and up until, well, they've just lived off Call of Duty, haven't they, for for a while? Well, um, they, yeah, they. It was. I think they started going. I think they started going a bit rotten when uh, they introduced multiple Guitar Heroes. I think that was the, the, yeah. the they started looking a little on the greedy side. It was when they yeah. were like, it was Guitar Hero this, Guitar Hero that. And blah, 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 I mean, blah. don't get me wrong, I, I enjoyed Guitar Hero, but like everybody else, it was good for Christmas and a New Year party. Mm. And then after that, you didn't play it again until Christmas or New Year. Um, yeah, it's... 
And, and I'm gutted. And then, you, and then oh. you, as I said, the other part of it too, you don't talk too much about is but Blizzard. What's oh yeah, look at, look at look at Starcraft. Look how big Starcraft was. And Starcraft and two. Why is this Starcraft three? I could be making tons of money off that. And then they did the stupid thing with the mobile game. What was it? Diablo Immortal. Immortal. Oh my word! What were they thinking? Come on, guys! And it was great because that bloody press conference. You don't you guys have mobiles? It's like no, no. We wanted a PC game. We're, we're PC gamers. We're here for the PC games, not for the mobile games. If they were if they were sensible and they were clever, what they would have done is they would have turned around and gone. You can play it on your desktop. You can play it on your, cell, your mobile phone. You can play it on your tablet. So and you can play it on your console. So you can play it across thingy, and you can all team up and all work together. Blah blah blah. And there's an in-game shop where we can make lots of money. Um, that's what they should have done. Blizzard no. could have just survived on because well, they had their own platform, their own installer. They could have just survived with StarCraft and StarCraft Two alone, and not mm. even bothered to do anything else. Mm. It was it was its own entity, and they could have just survived and just carried on doing that for years. But somebody obviously made some weird decision and, uh, and, a, there's, a and there's a downfall <laughs> it's a gentleman by the name of bobby kotek uh absolute bastard um one of the worst bastards in the industry bastard. um he's an absolute bastard trust me he's one of the worst ones so uh, just to sort of wrap this up uh this ongoing saga between microsoft and the ftc over the blizzard activision acquisition is more than a business deal it's a story of market control competition in the future of gaming while Microsoft aims to expand its empire, the FTC is standing its ground, concerned about fair play in the industry. It's a classic case of innovation versus regulation, and the outcome could redefine the gaming landscape. Anyway, with that, next story. Sega, the iconic gaming company, has dropped a bombshell announcement that's sure to send waves of nostalgia through the gaming community. They're reviving most of their beloved games, including the stylish Jet Set Radio, the classic beat-em-up Streets of Rage, and the legendary Golden Axe, and more. The announcement, which came to the delight, uh, full surprise of people at the Game Awards, had left fans eagerly wondering... Are these going to be remakes or entirely new games? Um, this is thrilling news for us. So, yeah, let's just... Um, I just want to see if they've got anything in there. So, oh, Crazy Taxi, Shinobi. There are a couple of games there I didn't, I, I didn't mention. But, yeah, it's... Uh, I hope these are whole brand new games. I hope they take the, the, the Capcom approach to this because that's that's the correct way to do your, your remakes and your remasters. Yes, totally agree. Yeah, because they, they fucking nailed it. But like Resident Evil 4, everyone was happy with Resident Evil 4. That was, uh, it was one of those games that came out and it was like, again, not a bad word about it. But it's, I'm hope, oh, please, for the love of God, these games be good. I really want them to be good because um, if you could do, like, because one thing I like about Spider-Man 2 was the beat of, you, you fight, the sorry, was the fighting mechanics in Spider-Man 2, yeah? It's fantastic. When you were, got yourself powered up and you got all your stuff in there and you got fighting you felt like spider-man they did a similar thing with batman but you can tell that spider-man is a lot more faster and a lot more agile and definitely superhuman rather than batman so but batman as i know it was taken pretty much from the rocksteady batman game the fighting style but the batman that spider-man fighting mechanic 
we can have something like that something similar to that doesn't have to be the same but you can have that where you can just absolutely mullet everyone around you and feel proper badass that's what i want um but it's nice to to um it's nice to hear that sega are making games it really is nice to hear the sega are making games it's a strange thing to say when it's like oh sega are making games it is actually it is that's that's uh that really brings back some nostalgia doesn't it yeah i'd say actually yeah i think it would be great for them to make them again in the new way rather than just refurbishing the old stuff uh golden axe was a great great game yeah really like that streets of rage was good fun I it was know, such... the old, the old it was... super move in streets of rage where the guy came out fired the rocket launcher or was that streets of rage 3 and it'd like poof, would take everyone out but it was out in of... um in arcade paradise you obviously get different arcade machines and stuff like that and then there was a an arcade machine in there where you make an investment in your friend's company he actually builds a uh an arcade machine which is similar to streets of rage and it's a really good little fun game to play in that spoilers spoilers nigel spoilers (laughs) hey (laughs) if you haven't played it by now i i haven't i haven't got to that bit yet um I'm I'm on the fence with this this story because when I when I first saw this story I was like obviously because it's it's retro as well I was going to send you this one Gareth to be honest but what bothers me is these classics and they are classic games they they they're almost games that you shouldn't be touching so I I don't want I don't want remakes of these because I I don't think they're going to be any good. Uh, not uh, not a I, remake I, as such. Now, if if they want to do some kind of, because Street to Rage, for instance, absolute classic game. First one, second one, third one, brilliant. Even the fourth one. Now, the fourth one is a complete and utter remaster. It's a brand new game, isn't it? Mm. Which pays homage to Street to Rage. Now, I don't mind if they do that for, um, Jet Set Radio, Golden Axe. Did you say Shinobi as well? Yeah, Shinobi, if you look at the article, it's got Shinobi in there and Crazy Taxi. So the thing with Crazy Taxi is... So you, is you, like... you mess, you're messing with classic, like proper classic arcade games there. They've got to be really careful. If they give them the Capcom treatment, like you say, yes. But I'm going to be very cautious with what they do with these games. They're, they're touching... They're, they're, too, they're too good, these games are, to be touched. So, and have have they mentioned for modern audiences anywhere? Modern era? Does modern era count? Maybe somebody's at the front door. Come in. Um, <laughs> should have put that thing on mute. Oops. Um, Street to Rage doesn't need to be done. Full stop. Does yeah. not need to be done. You've already got Street to Rage Four which pays homage, and it's absolutely brilliant. I don't know if you guys have played Street Rage mm. before. It's incredible. It's on, it's, on, it's on Xbox. Well, it's on all, it's on all the systems, mm. Switch, the lot. Mm. I, think I, gave um, it, I think I gave it a go, but I struggle because I'm old. Yeah. Um, and Golden Axe as well, and um, Nigel probably remember this. Golden Axe on the Amiga was a 
perfect arcade conversion. It's stunning on the Amiga. Done by Virgin Games. Absolutely amazing. Um, I did enjoy it. Yeah. Crazy Taxi. I seem to remember the Dreamcast version of that. That was the best version. Been really good. Version. And I think Jet Set Radio. Jet Set Radio. That might have been Dreamcast a, as well. Yeah, that was Dreamcast. It was the first yeah. cell shaded game that I, I can remember. There were probably some before, but yeah. it was the one that I can remember. If you ask me to pick what was the first cell shaded um, game, I'm going to go for Jet and, Set. And are they talking about the original side scrolling Shinobi? Or uh, I, I, I don't know. Say they would be the arcade version. Again, that's that's my childhood, that is, those arcade games. Don't miss. Don't mess with my arcade games. Better be good. Mm. I do so, like the yeah. idea of like a free roaming Shinobi game. Free roaming. Yeah. Uh, set be, it depends how they do it. it, it are they going to stay true to the retro form? Or... See, I, I think they should do what they. This is now. Now, it didn't work f f before I just like preface that. But when they brought out. Um, XCOM the Bureau, they decided to bring out remake XCOM at the same time. So they went to make XCOM as best as they could and then release that before the Bureau released, which was supposed to be the big game. Ironically, <laughs> the remaster of XCOM was the one that everyone wanted, um, which is fine. Um, and as I said, it's about it, but maybe they should consider that so you can please both sets of audiences. There's an opportunity to double dip, as I like to call it, and, and make that money. So I'm... Uh, it's going to be interesting. I'm, I, like, I want more games. I've been asking for more games for, yeah, for a they, while. They could make these these <clears throat> classic games amazing. And we've still got the classic games. Nobody's going to touch those. As long as they go down, like you say, the Capcom group or the... I can't remember who who, made, who did the Streets of Rage 4, but it's incredible. Mm. The music, the graphic style, animation. Um, if they go down that route... They did it with the Turtles game as well, the... Um, God. Turtles in Time, the arcade one. There's a remake Revenge of that Shredder. as well. Revenge yeah, Shredder. and again, absolutely stunning. Plays like the arcade. If they go down that route, then I'm I'm on board. But yeah, they're gonna have to be careful. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. So, to sum up, Sega's announcement is a big deal for the gaming world, bringing back cherished memories and beloved titles. It's a blend of excitement and curiosity as we wait to see how these classics will be reimagined for the modern era. Whether these games live up to their legacy status or chart new territory remains to be seen. But one thing's for sure, Sega's making bold moves to reconnect with its roots. And the fans are here for it because, hey, can't take away the past. Even though a lot of people try. And with that, next story. So, today we're talking about a major update in the gaming world that set up quite a buzz of Rockstar Games have finally dropped their first trailer for the highly anticipated Grand Theft Auto 6. They were kind of pressured into it, but hey. Uh, and it's packed with exciting details. However, there's a twist for PC gamers. Whilst GTA, uh, GTA 6 is confirmed to launch on the PS5 and Xbox X and S series in 2025, there is yet no word on the PC release. This follows Rockstar's pattern with previous titles like GTA 5 and Red Dead Redemption 2, which initially launched on consoles uh, before making their way to the PC. So, um, yeah. Have you seen the trailer? No. 
Have you seen oh, Train Lines? I watched it, yeah. Doesn't look too bad. It doesn't look too bad at all. Um, I've I, I watched some. I watched like a before I was I saw the trailer broke. I saw like a Unreal Engine five version of Grand Theft Auto, I mean four or five. I can't remember which one. Um, and that looked fantastic. That looked really good. This one looks as good, but they need to throw in some more kind of lighting details and stuff. Um, um, Can you put it on or? Oh, no, 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 no. I don't want to get a copyright claim. Sorry. <laughs> we could, after we finish recording, we can go and look at it together. Um, but I, 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 I'm doing everything I can not to get any uh, copyright claims or anything against us. Um, because I imagine a lot of people are probably going through it, picking through it with a, with a fine tooth comb. So you get a female protagonist. Oh, I, but my brain tells me that it, you do get to play as the, the male guy, but they're kind of focusing on the woman at the moment just to get the things. Now, there's some there's been some controversy and stuff with it, but hey, these are the things. But going back to, sorry, PC gamers, you're going to have to wait. But then again, when it goes out on the PC, they get some mad mods. So they'll get like uh, an Iron Man mod or a rocket well, wheelchair mod. Yeah. Or they'll throw in Knight Rider car or, or, or Tom's the Tank Engine and Macho Man Randy Savage walking around the streets. Well, so, if, yeah. you, if you remember when GTA 5 came out, consoles only, mm-hmm. once it was released for the PC, the PC had higher resolutions, uh, better textures, later on, VR mod came in and then they obviously your xbox x and your ps5 versions came out all in hand well ps4 as well first so that'll happen again with number six it will come out on the consoles and then it'll be more enhanced on the pc version so Mm. it's probably better to wait anyway yeah i uh it it is but you know nice shiny new game come on everyone likes a nice shiny new game yeah, uh, twenty twenty five, isn't it? They yeah, do, but it'll be, it'll be digital only. So, mm. oh yeah, that sounds. By then, right. yeah, yeah, because uh, huh, yeah, which is uh, I've got another story about digital only, which we'll cover later. But um, yeah, it's uh, I, I I just want a good game. I just want some good games. I really do want some good games. Twenty twenty five. Play I know Robocop. Robocop. I've got, I've got it, I've got it down on my Christmas list. Things you can buy me. Robocop's on there. So, <laughs> I've got that. No, trust me, I'll definitely put that on there. But if I don't get it, I'm gonna be well upset. I'll be honest with you. It's, it's so much, it's so much fun. But yeah. little bugs and all, it's it's so much fun. There's, there's a few bits in it. It reminds me of Crisis, where it kind of grabs a guy by the throat. Oh, you can shoot him up in the air and then shoot mm, him. Like in Crisis, yeah, like in Crisis. Yeah, that's good fun. But you haven't got to do that, but you just can. <laughs> but going back to, to to this, I don't think I don't think this is um, a PC gamers who was giving a shit about how it's so much better on PC game. And if you know anything about just having to deal with the bloody variation and stuff for different graphics cards and different processors and combinations of them, and having a, a, a certain type of hard drive and this, that, and the other, and, and the requirements going to be bloody high. So if they hold on period of time, then hopefully by the time it comes around, everyone will have pretty much those requirements to play the game. Um, so ironic. I've got GTA Five twice. I haven't on my on my my Windows side of my my computer. Yeah, and, and it'll play. It'll play. I I think I played the opening mission where you're in the in the snow and whatnot, and had great fun doing that. But yeah, it's gonna be you're gonna get all. It's gonna be a case of let the console players play their games first, and then 
I want to see what mad mods come out. I really do want to see what mad mods come out because I've come out with some crazy ones. So it's going to be cool. Nightman, do you need to say, say anything? Oh no, I've also I got it for free on Epic Games, and mm. I've also got it through Game Pass. Oh, where on the Xbox? Okay. So, yeah, playing it on the Xbox at the moment. Yeah. So, with the announcement of GTA Six, it's certainly setting the gaming community a buzz with excitement. And a bit of impatience, especially amongst PC gamers. Rockstar's strategy of console-first releases uh, releases raises questions and expectations. Uh, set in the fictional state of Leonida and Vice City, which is supposed to be Florida and Miami, um, GTA 6 promises the most immersive evolution of the series yet. As we eagerly await more details and the eventual PC release date, one thing's clear, Rockstar knows how to keep the gaming world on its toes. So stay tuned and hopefully we'll have some more. And with that, next story. Fallout Universe is coming to life on Amazon Prime and fans are rallying around their favourite canine companion, Dogmeat. Um, so, um, we're looking at the exciting world of Fallout, but this time it's not about the game. It's about Amazon Prime Video, and how they've released their first trailer, which I reviewed with Keith on the Monkey Nutbun podcast. Uh, the adaptation of the Fallout video game series is causing quite a stir amongst fans. It's set to premiere on April 12th, 2024. The series brings to life the post-apocalyptic Los Angeles, complete with Rand Roach's ghouls, Brotherhood of Steel, a mysterious character played by Michael Emerson. I wonder if there's anything to do with the Institute. Um, but what's got fans really talking is the appearance of the German search shepherd, speculated to be Dogmeat, the beloved companion from the game. Now, if you remember playing the first one, I think the character wasn't called Dogmeat. I think in the original version, it's called Dog Shit. Um, and, and you had to kill him to complete the game. Oh, wow. If I remember correctly, I could be misremembering. So they might have a point with, uh, for Corey's sake, don't kill the dog because the dog comes across as cute. And the other thing too is the the theory that in Fallout Four, uh, the dog meat that you come across is um, what do you call it? Is a synth because he turns up. It's awfully convenient, but doesn't have any radiation damage. Perfectly healthy German Shepherd dog in the middle of a wasteland where everything's mutated and slightly off. So maybe there's a twist there. And as I said, you've got the Michael Emerson character in there. We don't know. Um, have you seen the, the Fallout trailer? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, now I, I there are a few things in there, but it looks reasonably good. There's mm -hmm. some. I don't think there's anything that sets off too many alarm bells. I know some people are like, oh, it's this and this and this, and I'm like, because of the way the characters set out in the game, you can have whatever protagonist that you want. Um, so having a woman protagonist is not the end of the world. Um, but it's a case of what the story's going to tell and how's it going to be and what's it like that. So so, what do you think of the trailer? Just out of, out of curiosity if you've both seen it. Our production quality I thought was stunning, to be honest. It's done by the... Um, is it done by the, the Westworld team? Yes, it's done by the Westworld team. Jonathan Nolan, who's Christopher yeah. Nolan's brother. So he also did um it's certainly got person of interest yeah you can certainly 
uh, tell it's got some money behind it. Um, yeah. It's on it Amazon, looks, I think. Is it on Amazon? It looks good. It does. Um, yeah. I, I agree. But I'm just so wary of trailers. Mm. I yeah, I understand that. Yeah, I, I felt the same when I first saw the Last of Us trailer. But then I yeah. watched The Last of Us, and I actually really enjoyed it. I, and I did too, yeah. I watched it with my with my wife, who doesn't play any sort of games and didn't even know it was from a game. Exactly the and same. She yeah. watched it through with me. And yeah. neither of my kids have played, played The Last of Us. And I'd only played, I don't know, first hour or so. Um, mm. And I really enjoyed the series. Yeah, I did. If if this Fallout series actually um, is following one of the games and it's following one of the, the plots of the game or maybe even a side quest of the game because there's so many side quests, some of them really long. Well, they could do what they want. You could, make it, you could easily make a, a loads of series out yeah. of this. Easily. Yeah. yeah, and do you want something funny? Apparently that Jonathan Nolan and his <coughs> wife, who are producers on Westworld, um, were losing time because they were playing Fallout 4. Hmm. So... Definitely, I think we're going to get some reverence and some respect to the source material. Now, the question is, is, is the, the route that they go down? Because it could be, so you've got the first game, you've got the master, um, the guy who's making all the super mutants and the, the weird cult thing. And then you've got the second game where you've got, oh, Harrigan, or his name is voiced by Michael Dawn, who's the big, massive person in the enclave on the, um, what do you call it, oil, dare, oil platform out at sea. And then you've got the Capital Wastelands, which is not going to be the Capital Wastelands story, where you've got, the, again, the Enclave and the you know, Water Purification, and then you've got Fallout 4 with the Institute. I think they're going to borrow from all of them. I think that the Michael Emerson character will be from the Institute, and he'll be a mysterious character, and you won't know about it, and it'll kind of th hopefully th probably feed into the thread for, for another series. Um, because I bet you yeah, Amazon have probably done what they did with uh, Lord of the Rings and put a, a, an order for three series already. So, you know, this I think that I, I'm I'm hoping it's good. It looks good, as you said, production quality, fantastic. Yeah. I can understand why people were uh, upset over the idea of the dog dying because um, it's a cool dog. But at the same time, too, I'm hoping the dog's a synth because that was always one of the theories from Fallout Four. Let's let's hope. You, you've just mentioned it, you said. Let's hope they don't go down the Lord of the Rings route and the Willow route. But, as that's, I said before... The, that's why I'm worried. <laughs> the, 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 I said before, the people who are making this game pretty much screwed up making another TV series because they were playing this game. So that, 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 that hopefully, he says, speaks volumes. Think it'll need um, anything else? <laughs> oh, God, yeah, could you imagine that? Oh, yes. It's going to be a day one patch. Sorry, lad. Yeah. yeah. I could imagine that. No. Crashes halfway oh, yeah. through watching it. That would be fantastic. Oh, we're going um, to quickly quick refilm that bit. <laughs> Do you know what would be really good is if they start it, yeah, and you get like 30 seconds into it, and it goes, and it pretends that it's broken and then carries on. That would just on, on the first day out, that would be fantastic. Um, yeah, it yeah. just says patch applied and then. <laughs> Bethesda magic. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
So, uh, to wrap this up, uh, the Fallout TV series trailer has sparked a wave of excitement uh, and protective instincts amongst fans, especially around um, dog meat. Uh, the series promises to be a thrilling journey through the Fallout universe filled with the series' trademark dark humour, intense action. Uh, we eagerly await its release, and it's clear that the show has already captured the hearts of fans when they're obsessed with the dog already. We we're both excited and apprehensive about seeing their characters and creatures come to life. And with that, next story. PlayStation, PlayStation. Ah, oh, the troubles and problems that you get with buying online digital stuff. PlayStation players, brace yourself. Sony is set to remove hundreds of TV shows from your library due to licensing issues, even if you've paid for them. We've got some important news for PlayStation users out there in a move that's causing quite a stir in the gaming community. And it should just cause a stir with anyone who's bought digital content. Okay. Um, Sony has announced that a significant number of TV shows will be removed from players' libraries due to licensing arrangements. This means if you purchase these shows, you will not be able to watch them after December 31st, 2023. These include popular shows like The Deadliest Catch, LA Inc., Mythbusters. This is a surprising development um, brought to us by uh, Eurogamer and NME. Um, yeah. Problem with digital games music and that so remember itunes we do you ever buy music on itunes no no i bought some music on itunes because i got like these little coca-cola things so you get like uh, uh what do you call it yeah i had cds and dvds too and <clears throat> high c's for some of my other music um it's so ironic because high c's sounds like the better option at the moment if you download it illegally, you get to keep it. How is yeah. how does that work? What bonehead thought that that was a bloody good idea? Yeah, just sign um, up for VPN. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, 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 what you call it? Surfshark VPN. Um, this code's code in the description below. Um, <laughs> do you know what? I could probably contact them and they'd give us a they'd give us a code for for, for sponsorship and bits. Um, because they give it to everyone. <laughs> the, the bar's quite low. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you're on NordVPN. So, yeah, yeah, not sure VPN, nor did, did you not didn't know that they got hacked? That's why, um, yeah, <laughs> to put the things together. Um, so yeah, it's so this is similar to what happened with like Google Stadia. I, I had a couple of Google Stadia games and they were refunded, which was good. Um, I was only I know someone who bought Google the Google Stadia pad and bought a load of games and the parts <clears> and stuff, and they had all their money refunded too. Um, I'm hoping people get their money refunded is my first thing. Yeah. Yeah, because if you get money refunded, less of a sting. Okay, be annoying. Some, there'll be, there'll be something in the terms and conditions somewhere. You won't get your money back. Mm. Guarantee you. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Um... It's, it's pretty much <sighs> what we said. As soon as things started to go digital with gaming and they were trying to push digital consoles rather than the disc versions... It's what we were saying could possibly happen if you yep. buy a game that is online only. Uh, what happens when they just decide to turn it off? Because they can. 
Uh, it's not like you've still got the game. You can't go trade it in. You can't do anything with it. You're stuck. Mm. I, I know they took umbrage with the second-hand market because mm. they weren't making money out of it. And I think maybe the, the digital things are a bit of a, a thing off the back of that. Um, see, I tried going completely digital with the <coughs> Xbox X series when it first came out. I figured, fuck it. I'll give it a go. I'll see how mm. I get on with it. And I think within about 18 months, I was, I was missing physical media. There's something about having games, a collection of games. I've got like, I, I keep my, it's ironic because I don't put my games on display, but I have these lovely like leather boxes where you open them up and you've got all the games all in there, lovely, and I put the lid on and mm. it feels quite nice to have all these things. And um, yeah, it's, oh, dude, it's, I know. It, this is not good because this is, as I always make the joke that the, um, the uh, currency of a uh, future apocalyptic world will be uh, VHS porn. Um, <laughs> because it's just the one, the t it's too big to lose the DVDs and bits, yeah? And um, it feels like you bought something at the same time too. Um, but coming back to this, 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 this right for ownership is, is something that corporations push because they don't want you to own it. They really don't want you to own it. They want you to lease it from them. So they can they can pull it whenever they want, and then, and then sell it to you. Sell again. it back to you, exactly. Where before you had the ownership and stuff. I think we're going to get a vinyl esque style market crop up with games. I think it although there'll be primarily digital releases, but the um, connoisseurs amongst us, the ones who know that they can screw us over with these things, will. Um, will go to buy our our games and they'll be specialist stores and hopefully they'll become bigger and then all of a sudden it'll grow back into to where we want. I can wish. I can really wish. Um but you've got like kind of what's it? Uh, what's the one that you keep showing me which I'm scared of the website. Um Oh strictly Black limited. Yeah. Strictly and the other one. Games. Strict, um, and limited run games. Yep. Limited run games. Yeah. Uh, that, that scares me because I look at that and like, oh, oh. Oh, I know. Yeah, I could spend thousands of pounds there. Easy. Oh, I, I'm terrified of myself. And they're doing the and they're doing rerun where basically creating physical games of the uh, Jurassic Park games that came out in the day. So the mm. SNES version, you're going to get a cartridge. Uh, and they're redoing that, and also with the Game Boy version as well, you're going to get a Game Boy cartridge. It's so incredible. they're doing physical di yep. uh, physical media for these games that haven't been made for such a long time yeah yeah and the, and the same the same goes for uh all your old retro computers and consoles as well they're all having new games physical games made for them still i'm 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 hoping that 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 it's i think it's ironic because i think of all the companies that will keep the physical media it's going to be nintendo isn't it Yes. Yeah. The next, next console comes out, it'll be we'll be back. It'll be these little data cartridges, just like it was for the for the Switch, and will be the Switch too. Um, and I really appreciate. I actually genuinely appreciate that because one, it forces them to make the game properly, which is a big thing with day one patches, which mm -hmm. you don't tend to. I'm, I'm not seen a day one patch for a bloody Mario Kart or um, Zelda or anything, but Starfield and. No Man's Sky and Cyberpunk and other games needed a ton of patching. So if you did own the original one, you're going to have the original shitty version of those games. 
which is not good. So I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe that whole game industry is going to collapse, and Nintendo's just going to be left again to do it all over again. Maybe yeah. that's the case. But uh, yeah. So yeah. All right. Sony's decision to remove paid content from PlayStation libraries highlights a growing concern in the digital age. What does it mean to own something digitally? Uh, this has uh, understandably upset many fans and raised many questions about consumer rights and the definition of ownership in the digital marketplace. It's a reminder of the ever-evolving landscape of digital content and the need for clear policies and consumer protection. As we move forward, we'll keep a crucial eye on this because as I said before, I think Nintendo are going to be the guys who keep that. And on with with that, um, next story. So, gamers, get ready on your marks for your calendar. 2023 games release schedule for PS5 and Xbox X series and Nintendo Switch is packed with, well, exciting titles. Well, I hope so. Um, the 2023 release schedule is here and it's brimming with titles uh, that are sure to keep you glued to your screens from the enchanting world of Hogwarts to, to Resident Evil 4, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, there's something for every gamer. But as we move through to the new new uh, year, there'll be more releases announced. So, put a note on it to read the list. Um, so... I need to get past Tuesday. Right, so 2024 games here. So, Alone in the Dark. Set for January 16th, um, 2024. Looks interesting. Prince of Persia. God, there hasn't been a Prince of Persia game in ages. Uh, Lost Crown. They did some quite clever things with Prince of Persia. The one I liked was um, the one they did with the corrupt land and you had to rescue the girl and they never followed it through. Um, Tekken 8. Like beating people up. The Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. Oh, finally gets a release date. There's some concerns, shall we say, over that one? Persona 3 Reloaded. Helldivers 2. Final Fantasy 7, Nige Rebirth on the PS5. Mm. Um, Unicorn Overlord. I'm going to have to look that one up. Dragon's Dogma 2, which could be interesting. Uh, Princess Preaches Snowtime. Um, Looting... Chronicles 100 Heroes sounds very Japanese. It's probably going to be something a bit uh, different. And Destiny 2 The Final Shape. I thought we get Destiny 3 there, but um, yeah, interesting. Now, I think the biggest one there is probably <laughs> it's probably Final Fantasy 7 followed by Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Um, yeah, that's. Um, I'm not inspired. No. no. I was just going to say, I'm not at all. No. I went back and I looked at Re the Hogwarts Legacy, good game. Resident Evil 4, good game. Je Je Star Wars Jedi Survivor, good game. Zelda King of the T uh, Tears of Kingdom, good game. Yeah. What was that this year? Spider Man 2. That was Spider Man 2, yeah. And this was this year. And I'm like, oh, we could put Starfield in. No, we're not going to put Starfield in there. Um, you might but find. But good games, exciting. You might find Nintendo or Silver Show because if they announce a new Metroid game with the Switch 2, that'll steal it. Mm. Yeah. See, 
in the notes here it's got like kind of part of these schedules and everything that's screwed the kind of gaming world up was the pandemic and everyone had to start working from home and bits that's been two years from the pandemic it's there are tools to make these games clever and, and quicker there's a have you heard of a game called choo choo charles oh. no okay choo choo charles is made by one man from i think it's red star entertainment took him eight months to make a horror survival game based on an evil version of Thomas the Tank Engine as a demonic spider train that chases you around an island whilst you prepare your own train to fight it back. It sounds mad when I say it out loud, but when you see it, you'll go, ah, oh, I can see what you're going on about. And he did that all on his own. Why is it taking so long to put these bloody games through? Seriously. And especially when you get released and then you've got day one bloody patch. We finished the game. Well, we kind of finished the game. We just kind of rushed it out the door because we were given a deadline and people don't know how to schedule things properly. Um, anything apart from Final Fantasy VII, Nigel? Did you yeah. have Final Fantasy VII? Yeah, I've got, I've got it on the... Um, I've got the PS4 version and I think part of PS Plus... The, the the paid one, the premium, I think you actually get the PS5 version for free. But I've got the physical disc or PS, uh, PS4 version, and I could upgrade that if I wanted. Mm -hmm. um, I've noticed on this list the announcement for um, Last of Us Part 2 uh, remake on PS5. I don't care. I don't care. Has that not as a been game. listed. Well, no, it's a remake mm. of a game that was released last year. Hang on. Two, Remember, oh, that, three years ago. Two, years, two, three years ago. Yeah, but That's it was a... only done on the PS4, which I found strange because the PS5 had been announced. Hang on. Was about right, to hold on a second. Do you know what the funny thing is? There was a patch to make it run better on the PS5. So when I played it, because my friend, I just promised myself I wouldn't buy that game. So someone at work went, here, have my copy. I went, mm. oh, and he twisted my arm and goes, play it, because there'll be bits in the game, gameplay-wise, that you'll like. And I'm like, all right, fair enough. So he, he gave that to me, and he he really enjoyed it. Um, still got my copy of Spider-Man, Alien Isolation, and Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, and I don't think it's a really poor trade, but it's too, what do you call it? It's it's too soon, and it's, it's not, it's, unless yeah. you're releasing The Last of Us Part 3... It's not really a good time because if, you, if you're doing the last of us part three then you can then pop it on but i i still can't get why it's because well, game games taking longer to do so they're just, yeah they're playing it safe and boring at least it's at least with us. this one with that one that they're doing uh there is only a 10 pound uplift fee to go to ps5 for this new version mm. from the ps4 version at least they're not charging silly money for it which is fine I suppose they've got to keep their studio busy if they're not working on anything. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it because there was another story, but it was only the story read as follows: um, We haven't started working on Last of Us Part Three. That's mm. what it was. And I'm like, it's been like three years. Why? Honestly, I, I that, know that people that didn't list... like it storylines wise, and I'm with them. But come that on, list is completely uninspiring. Hmm. Completely uninspired. We'll, we'll get some. We'll get some more, more games. And, I think as stuff. we get into January, more things will get announced for that year. 
mm. or release dates, but probably January. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. Uh, I bet you. I bet you. Perhaps to turn around and say he's got a load of like cool retro games that are coming out next year, with remakes and tapes and cassettes and stuff for Spectrums and Amstrads. Um, There's. <laughs> There is some good games coming out on the on the Spectrum next. Um, we've got a remake of Head Over Heels. We've got um, Where the Exploding Fist. We've got Target Renegade. Um, an original game. We've obviously got the one that I've been working on, which is uh, the R-Type type game. Oh, yes. So. All the numbers and yeah. letters. Yeah, all, all the all the numbers. <clears throat> I was just going to say the the only game I'm excited for at the moment um, is one that we can look at after the show. is a, is a game called Ferocious, um, which basically looks like Crisis but with dinosaurs. True rock. Well, you watch sure, the trailer. Yeah. Okay, we'll do that in a bit. <laughs> so, um, all right. So, uh, with with that, um, with that dis- disappointment. Yeah, with that disappointment, I can't. I've got a closing statement. I'm not going to read it because I'm just so deflated by that. Um, I didn't read the list because I was expecting to see some exciting things on there, and I wanted a, a genuine reaction from myself. And because re- you could see the notes where it says Gareth, read this. Yeah, because I avoided reading it thinking oh that's going to be cool um like resident evil code veronica i was expecting to see on that list yeah a remaster. they're going to read that remaster and it's a capcom remaster so i was expecting to see resident evil code veronica on that list nothing we we might still get we might still get these games i mean that that's not the definitive yeah. list, oh, it's not comp- it? no it's not definitive list. it's just I mean, a, if you're into wet your appetite if you're into final fantasy then that it's it's exciting that that's coming out if you, if you're into yeah. your tekken then it's another Tekken game. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Oh, damn squid. Anyway, <laughs> next story. <laughs> Light No Fire is the next ambitious game from the studio behind No Man's Sky. Hello Games has uh, made another exp- another splash at the Game Awards uh, a decade ago at the Spike uh, Video Game Awards. Hello Games made a splash by announcing its wildly ambitious space exploration game, No Man's Sky. This evening at uh, this evening at the 2023 edition of the Game Awards, the studio did it again by revealing Light No Fire. Light No Fire, No Man's Sky. What kind of where they're going with it? Uh, this time, instead of offering a massive universe of different planets to explore, this game is focused on a single, incredibly detailed world. That just sounds really appealing. It does. If it's, you got, like, procedurally, it's like procedurally generated as well. So they're taking what they've learned from No Man's Sky mm. and putting it into this single world. Multiplayer. Yeah. Multiplayer world. You could probably sort you of play an, frame a by sort of sort of frame by frame, like click along here and there. Uh, but I, I think because it's it's Hello Games, I don't copyright claims not going to 
It's the music I'm probably more worried about, so I'll dial, yeah. I'll dial the noise That's down. Mute that. So, so a big multiplayer Earth, procedural Earth. Okay, cool. It looks absolutely gorgeous, doesn't it? Yeah. I, 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 mm. I want to be the skeleton man. Right away. And it looks like you've got all these different characters that you can play, whereas in No Man's Sky it was it was just the helmet and the spacesuit, yeah. and yeah. Mm. this one you can see. The, different, the, the characters that are running around, they're all different. And, and you know, the thing is, it looks like, it sounds odd, it looks like No Man's Sky. Yeah, it does. It's got that feeling that you've got. So, you know, when you see these trailers and you're like, oh, I'm not sure if this is genuinely a true trailer. I actually believe this trailer. Mm. Okay, they've upped the, the frame rate, probably, depending on what versions I've got. Fly Dragons. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. Uh, you're building buildings out of wood and, and stone and stuff like that, which you couldn't get in No Man's Sky. I don't. Maybe they're taking the farming thing from it. But they've done all of these things already in No Man's Sky. They've done mounts. Yeah. They've done vehicles. They've done building. They've done procedural generators and stuff. Oh, that looks good. This looks awesome, really does. Oh, oh, all I'm going to say, all I'm going to say to Hello Games, is please make sure you back up your files every half hour yes. off-site. Just do it and then back them up. <laughs> and also, could you just under-promise and over-deliver, please? Yes. 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 Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Just say this game's going to be rubbish. Absolutely just, rubbish. Just <laughs> if, if they just literally said what we've learned in No Man's Sky, we're putting it into a single thing for everyone to play next to each other, and you'll be able to do that from day one, and you can, then they're on to a winner because we know from past experience with No Man's Sky, it was shit to start with, really, really bad. Mm, yeah. But every single update took it as close to what he was saying and now i feel it's gone way beyond what he was saying before the game was released they more than redeemed themselves on that mm. so i think they've bought by doing that and releasing them as free downloads and free updates mm. and not asking people to pay for them they've bought a little bit of trust back actually not bought. Oh, they've earned some trust yes. back because of that they've so i've got I've, a lot of goodwill towards them yeah, exactly. And this this is certainly something to look out for. They, it's literally just been announced, I think, yesterday, maybe. Um, and it was at the Game Awards, I think. That was yesterday. And it's something to keep an eye on. I don't know when it's due to be released. Yeah, I've just, I've just gone onto the Steam page and there's no uh, release date as of yet. No. Yeah. So just keep an eye out. And no doubt, Sean is going to be out there somewhere saying some stuff. You know what he's like. He can't. He can't help himself. No, no. He learned his lesson. He learned his lesson. If you get any interviews with him now, his rules are: keep your mouth shut, keep it shut. Yeah, because you will bury yourself otherwise. And I'm just looking and at some of the things here because well, you can't. See, I don't know. You can't see it, but on my screen, I've got the 
the videos for the updates. So it's like your Echoes update, this is No Man's Sky, Echoes update, Singularity update, Interceptor update, Leviathan update, Fractal update, the Endurance update. I, I'm just like, wow. Um, You've got I, different, I, I've... different Earths as well, according to the page. You've got a multiplayer Earth, procedural Earth, a fantasy Earth, and an, and, uh, an unexplored Earth. So it's, poss it's possible that these are all instances and you, with your friends, your party, will go to that place, that Earth, that you choose to, you... and then go together and do what you want on that. Do you know what I'm hearing? Single player as well. Do you know what I'm hearing? I'm hearing, I'm hearing the, the newest version of WoW. That's what it sounds okay. like to me. PvE, PvE, a place it, it, to, 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 do you know, multiplayer? I want to know what there is to do in this game because they've shown us some stuff in that video. But I want to know what there is to actually do when you're in the... How does it work? What's the mechanics there? Is it a levelling system or is it no levelling system? You uh, just see, gather I, resource and upgrade your armour and, and get, guns rather yeah. than yourself. I'm... I know you want the you want the leveling system. You want that in I know Nigel because you love that leveling and the inventory. Well, that that that's that sort stuff. of that's sort of WoW, Dark Age, and sort mm. of online RPG sort of thing. But then you've got the No Man's Sky thing where you upgrade your kit and your gear instead of mm. leveling yeah. up and getting new skills and stuff. Or maybe it's going to be a bit of a merger for. T we don't know yet. This is so early days. We don't oh, it is. quite know anything all we've got is that trailer if you haven't if you listen to this podcast and you haven't seen the trailer go and watch it put it on the max resolution that you can on youtube because it is beautiful and just sit there and watch and see what you feel this is the only thing i seem to be excited about game wise that's coming out and i only found out about it recently <laughs> It, I like it, the idea of it. It does certainly look incredible. It really does. Well, yeah. It's and, and the thing is, is what they're, they're not promising. Because we talk about the promises and stuff, and, and I'll be honest with you, we have filled in, we have made assumptions about what they're going to offer. Absolutely. We would like to know more. Love to but know. looking at it, that trailer looks just like the No Man's Sky trailers. Frank, the, the frames and everything, and the graphics and all the stuff the, which we know. The color palette yeah. as well. The monsters that seem to be there, mm. the people, the the way they're running, mm. everything. They've basically got their engine, I, haven't I, they? I really yeah. love the idea that they went, they went, we'll make this massive universe, seven septillion planets, yeah? And then they've gone, we're going to make four planets. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, it's what we've got an unexplored one, a uh, uh, single player one, a multiplayer one, and a uh, procedural one, whatever. Anyway, three planets, we'll say. Um, yeah. no, that was right. Yeah. Like Fancy Earth as well. Yeah, so they've literally just gone this way, trillions of planets. This way, a few. I like that. Like, that's, a like that's a great. Or do you not yeah. like space? Space, yeah. Well, I, I um, think each each Earth has a different game system. I think yeah. that's the way they've done it. I think so. Oh, we need to. We need more. We need more. We need more. I yeah. want more this is exciting stuff. Yeah, Gareth, what this you need to do stuff. is phone them up and say, Sean, give us more, please. 
We need oh, to well, know. I, I don't know what I'll and do. Physical I'll drive down to, can I pull crowns? I'll drive down to their office. I'll drive down to their office with a big picket sign. We need to know more. Yeah, I'll do that. We love you, Sean. <laughs> Show I need more. to know more. Tell yeah, me. Yeah, but he'll, he'll go. No, but I remember you didn't love me. <laughs> I, 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 I remember I, your I, face. I was quite, for, I was quite forgiving. I like Nigel. So Nigel, I, you can't come. I did. I absolutely did not sell my copy or get a re refund on my copy of No Man's Sky. I said, no, no, no. "Let's wait and let's see," and I but, certainly yeah. did. Yeah. And, it's like my uh, it's like my copy uh, of, of Cyberpunk. I kept my Cyberpunk copy because I was I was pretty sure they were going to sort that out. I, I knew they were going to sort it. I just didn't buy it because of the issues. But I think it's free. Might even be free on Game Pass. Cyberpunk. We'll see. Okay. This yeah. is a good one to end on. It's a nice perky yeah. story. It is a nice perky story. <laughs> So, let's just do a quick recap for the podcast listeners. Um, for me, uh, GTA 6, um, okay, you've got female protagonist in it, but it, it, as long as they have that irreverent humour and fun gameplay, I, I don't see a problem with that. I really don't see a problem with that. Unless yeah. Red Dead Redemption comes out with a female protagonist too. And then I'll be like, hmm, something seems up here. Um but I think the thing that has absolutely bloody stole it for me um, is looking at that like no fire. Yeah, um, 100%. Because as I said, no uh, Cloud Games got a lot of goodwill from me. They have got a lot of goodwill from me. They fucked up and then they fixed it. And I appreciate that. And then the they've only... given us all these fantastic updates. I, yeah, I, I agree with both of that. And the only thing I would say about Hello Games is when they fucked up they didn't say anything they just went quietly about their business i would have preferred them to say yes we know we're fixing it please bear with us we're doing something and it will be free and i think that would have probably have alleviated a lot of the issues that they had with people refunding and all that sort of stuff but because they were they stayed stum and didn't say anything until they started up releasing updates. I think that's sort of where it went wrong a little bit. But it is a really exciting announcement that they've done. It is. It's a really, really exciting announcement. So, Babster, anything you want to add in the wrap up? No, I'm, I'm the same. I'm with you. That that game has completely stole the show for me. Um, Project Ferocious, um, check that one out, which basically looks like Crisis and Dinosaurs, which, if I remember right, when they first announced the Crytek engine before Crisis came out, there was a tech demo, which was basically the island, but with dinosaurs in it. But, uh, what was it called again? Project Ferocious. I've got a, I've got a trailer that I'll have, to have a, I'll have a nice nose to that. Yeah. So yeah, it does yeah it does look a little crisisy. Um yeah. So um on that note, thank you very much for listening, podcast podcast listeners. We do appreciate you. Um, 
And next week, next week's our special, isn't it? Yes. Nigel, it's our special yes. next week. So I'm going to grab myself a nice bottle of Jammy Red Roo. I don't know what you're mm. drinking, Mapster. I was going to be, it's going to be a bottle of red of some description. <clears throat> yeah. The downside is we're going to have to wait about 20 minutes for the alcohol to kick in before we can start. We'll be live. We're going to be live on Twitch. And we're going to take the VOD down pretty much straight away when we're finished because I imagine we'll embarrass ourselves uh, cool. in amusing ways. That's all right. I'll record it then. <laughs> oh, no. I'll, keep the re- I'll definitely keep a record of it. Um, something for the podcast listeners to listen to. And then I can go in and, um, what do you call it? Um, and then uh, remove some of the more offensive bits. So, just for the podcast listeners, we will be talking about the following. Nigel is going to be talking about point and click adventures from the 90s and beyond. Yeah. And uh, Baps is going to be talking about forgotten FPSs. And I've got boobs in gaming. My section is going to be the best. Sorry, because guys. he's classy like best. that. Because I am classy like that. Thank you very much for listening. And we will see you next week. Guys, say goodbye. Goodbye, guys. Come on, stop recording, please. Ta-ra again. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.